Hey, everybody, Jim Malone here, <laughs> coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. Well, I'm going to start it a little bit late because I was finishing up a chart school, kind of interesting one, uh, on uh, on an interesting on an interesting stock. And hopefully, I'll try to I'll try to show it to you on the show. It's a uh, it's it's regarding Palantir, uh, kind of interesting. Um, you know, so, uh, I don't really have any slides, but you know, the market was up and then it pulled back and yeah, I don't know. We're kind of, you know, we're kind of in one of those zones. So, uh, let me just use the live charts here and, uh, show you kind of where we're at. Let's look at the cues first. QQQ is the symbol for the NASDAQ, uh, 100 uh, ETF, the bigger one called the QQQ. And, uh, basically that has been, uh, performing, um, you know, it, it, uh, you know, kind of look at the 60 minute chart here, you know, it, it went up in the beginning of the day and then, you know, it pulled back and now it's, it's sort of, it's sort of holding in here at about that 327, 329 level. The key level on the cues, uh, I really believe is about this 315 level here. And of course we're above that. So that's looking, that's looking pretty decent. Uh, you know, it seems to have recovered somewhat, uh, you know, from, from midday, um, you know, it, uh, it, it pulled up very quickly and then, and then pulled back. Kind of want to show you, uh, the chart for Tesla. Uh, and of course we're going to be, uh, seeing Tesla go through earnings here in, uh, you know, in just about, um, you know, two more days. So it's, uh, it's going to be a big one. I think, uh, you know, I, I do believe that, uh, you know, we're going to, we're hopefully going to see some good news here. There's a lot of expectation out there, but I just kind of want to show you the daily chart on that. And that kind of gives you an idea of sort of where we're at. We, we've been in this like consolidation here. This is the, uh, this is the daily chart that I'm showing you right now. Uh, we've, we've sort of been in this consolidation. Oops. There we go. And we've pulled up and we pulled above this uh, very key 884.49 level. Then we pulled back. We're currently at 879.80. Oh, we're at 8.80 uh, now. Um, basically, the, the key on the Tesla, I believe, there is resistance right at about um, right at about 8.80. So what can we do? Well, you know, if you're not in the stock right now, I'd, I'd, I'd hold on a little bit. But if, uh, if you want to come into the stock, I think it's a good opportunity. Uh, and that will be after the, um, the earnings, you know, because it may pull back. But I do think that 880 is a very key level for, um, for Tesla. And I think it, it may move higher than that. It, uh, you always want to try to go by as it's moving to a higher high. And I, and I do think that that may be the case. Uh, that may be, may be the case for Tesla uh, after the earnings in two days. So we'll see how it we'll see how it comes out. Let's look at the Spider. This is the one of the world's largest ETFs. It is uh, basically, um, you know, it basically contains most of the Fortune 500 companies, and uh, it's a very very you know many many people have their entire net worth in this. So this is a very very important one. It did pull back to that 10 day line right here, but as you can see, it. Um, there we go. Okay. So oh, there we go. It did pull back to that 10 day line, but then it's pushed up from that. So it's at 384, which is very good. The key level really on this, uh, of course, on the spider is this, this, uh, 358, um, 75. It's definitely making a, it's definitely making a new high, as you can see. And that is good. So we didn't really have, this is not real. This is a flat base pattern here 
for the spider. But generally, if you look at this in the overall market, we are above the above the consolidation. So for right now, it looks pretty good uh, on 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 the spider, even though we have had a little bit of a pullback. Part of the issue, of course, was that uh, many of the stocks, we, we thought it was going to be more of a rotation than it was. And um, so it's just, it's back to the, it seems like it's back to the future, back to the tech stocks. They seem to be working really well. So, you know, go figure, go figure, you know, it's always, it's always, it's always something with that. So without further ado, let's take a look at some of the questions and thanks. This is good from TikTok. Thanks so much for, you know, st- st- hanging out there. All right. Hello, sir. What do you think about CRNT? CRNT? I don't know that. Let's look at it. CRNT. And this is uh, hmm, Caragon Networks Limited. Not familiar with this uh, issue, but uh, it looks as if it's a penny stock. It's $5.44, up 0.38% today. Uh, it does have relative strength of 92. That's looking good. Its earnings are basically in 14 days. What do we do with this thing? Let's look at the weekly. Yeah, it seems like it's pulling to a new high level. There was a consolidation on it at uh, $2.94. You know what? Here's the thing about a stock like this, and I'll just be honest with you. I realize that you know, a lot of people, you know, when they're starting out, they are very interested in buying the uh, lower expensive stocks and you know, because you can get more shares. But I really recommend not doing this because – um, they tend to be very volatile, and uh, you know you can lose your whole investment in a day, uh, with 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 a with a stock like that. So, here's the thing with Kerrigan. No, you know, not, um, I think that basically what you ought to do on this one is probably take a pass on it and wait until it moves above about ten dollars a share, because I think that that's going to give you probably a better, um, you know, a better overall. Um, you know, a, a better overall look. So um, that's what I would recommend on this one. I wouldn't recommend going into this one. It's just, it's, it's just too thin. And uh, I think it might not be uh, as good as you like it. So I, w- I would, I would take a pass on this one. All right. Good morning, Jim. Uh, Tesla and Apple exit plan <laughs> due to earnings. Well, Mr. Singh, here's the thing. Normally, normally I would be bailing on Tesla. I would, I would, I would bail right before the earnings because, you know, typically that's a good time with Tesla. I'm going to take a wait, see attitude. I did sell a call, which kind of gives me some, some, some protection. So with, with Tesla, because of the, where I bought it, because I bought it in stages, I'm going to be holding through earnings on that one. Now with Apple, unfortunately, I am not still in, I got shaken out of Apple. Uh, I definitely think that, you know, Apple may have uh, somewhere to go, but you know, and it has is is pulling up today. But it is the problem that I see right now with Apple, and again, it's up three dollars and ninety cents, which is great. Is the fact that we are so close to earnings? We're only two days away. Now, um, I'm personally going to hold for Tesla earnings, but I'm not in Apple currently. I'm going to see kind of what Apple does. If Apple performs well, I may jump back into it. And the reason I believe I, I think so is because fundamentally. Apple is a great is a great company, makes great products, and has many really good things going for it. Um, on the but on the short term, I mean, you know, if I'm not in a position typically within about a week of earnings, I just you know, I just I just I just don't do anything, and uh, you know, that's just sort of how I typically will play will play it. So that's uh, that's kind of my 
my take on it. But uh, you know, I'm going to be holding with Tesla, and probably I'm I'm going to be moving. Um, you know, I'm I'm going to be moving. Uh, I'm not going to be moving into Apple before earnings, but I may if it if it if it does well, then uh, yeah, then I probably probably in it. Here we go. Uh, thanks, Mister Singh, for this CCIV. I'm out with forty percent profit. Excellent. You know that is you know hey we're you know getting a forty percent profit on anything in this day and age is very good. So you know that's that's uh, <laughs> that's kind of good. Now I I don't typically buy blank check companies. You know, I just don't. Um, but, you know, maybe that's because I'm a little bit conservative. I think you've done tremendously. You know, you get, you know, if you can do this and you can get in and you could just push your stop loss up and then when it pulls back, you're out. I think you're really ahead of that, ahead of it. Um, you know, this is this is tremendous. Now, am I was I in the stock? Absolutely not. Unfortunately, I just don't do SPACs right now because I haven't quite figured out the proper way to play them. So that's kind of my take. On them, not saying that not good. It's just that uh, you know they typically move very quickly. But if you're in a stock like that, uh, and you push your stop loss up, you know that can be very very profitable. So, um, you know. <laughs> okay, uh, question. I have a question from TikTok, and this is about GameStop, and uh, this is interesting because you know I think a lot of you know the uh, investors that haven't been around quite as long don't really understand what in the heck is going on with GameStop. Okay, so look at this stock. I mean, it's just taken off from the moon. This is the weekly chart. And let's look at the daily chart on this. Let me tell you what this is. As you can see, it went really from 40 all the way to 150. Getting in at this point would be highly dangerous. And the reason is, is because even though it went all the way up here today, as you can see, it's already pulled back. Here's what's happening with GameStop. GameStop is a short squeeze, okay? And what happens is a lot of people, this is one of the most shorted stocks out there. Almost 35% of its float is shorted. Now, even today, 3.3 days, uh, or about 35%, 35% of their stock is short. Can you believe that? The reason that's so significant is, think of it. The way you short a stock, of course, is you borrow the stock, and then you sell it back, and then you hope for it, to go down. Well, guess what? With this many people shorting it, uh, even though they're not doing anything, it's going up. So there's going to be a lot of people that are going to get killed on this one because it is heavily shorted. So when you're starting to short a stock, you got to be really careful about this short interest. It's 3.3 days. That's at the normal volume or about 35% of the entire float of the stock. So what's happening with um, GameStop is that we have what they call a short squeeze, and uh, that's exactly what's happening with with um, with GameStop. My advice out there is that you know you know don't 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 step in this one because you might be you might be getting into something that you that you don't want to do here. The thing about the the, the thing about a, a company that's gone through a short stop is that you will see it pull back. Now, great stocks have done this. Tesla had a short squeeze. Uh, as well, and you can make money on short squeeze, but you got to get in before uh, that short squeeze. If you if you if you believe in a stock and it's moving up, um, you know it, it may be a good idea to get into the stock and then start pushing your stop loss up, and then when it pulls back, and usually short squeeze do, then you'll be sold out at a higher price. But the, what's happening with GameStop right now is there's a short squeeze going on, and you don't want to get into the stock because it's going to pull back very very hard. That's just 
sort of how it all it, it's a that's a classic short squeeze. All right. Uh thanks, James. Uh Neo, let's take a look at Neo. Neo's been pulling back. I you know, I got shaken out of GM today too. So it seems as if, you know, again, it always pays to buy quality because Tesla's going up and the other ones, eh, not so much. Here we go. Uh, let's take a look at the chart for Neo. And let's I'm gonna go to the 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 uh, weekly chart first. You can see there's a pullback here. You know, a little bit of a pullback today. Let's look at the daily to see kind of what's the situation with this. Well, it seems like it's just, you know, it's just kind of stuck right at this neckline. 5720 is a cup base, second stage. And uh, you know, it's it's a very nice base, but it's still, it's just right in this, right in this buy zone here. So uh the question is, you know, what's going on? Well, I, I think that you know there's there is you know, there, this probably will go up eventually, but what's going to happen is the, sh the weak hands have to be shaken out. Now, what do I mean by the weak hands? Well, here's the thing in any stock. What causes a stock to go up is, you know, everybody thinks, well, you know, it, they've got great prospects and things are going on and, and everything is great. And that may be true, but the thing that really causes stocks to go up is for the strong hands, typically the funds, uh, their unwillingness to sell at a lower price. And you see, unfortunately, as it goes, go, goes above this buy point, well, there's all kinds of sellers. So it pushes it so it pushes it down again. So I think the weak hands, the quote-unquote weak hands, have to be washed out of the stock. So this possibly can run, but you're going to have to wait. And I think that you're probably going to have to wait for it. It'll probably pull back below the buy point again and then retest and then hopefully it'll reverse higher. Where I would be looking to buy it would be a reversal off this 21-day exponential right here. Okay. And that uh that and I'm gonna set an I'm gonna set an alert right at right at that right at that level because I do think that that is a very good area. If it pulls back to that it may bounce and go higher. So that's kind of the thing with Neo. The problem with Neo is that it has good fund sponsorship for a Chinese stock, but there's a lot of retail investors in there. And by definition, retail investors are what they call weak hands. So uh, that's what I that's what I think is going on. Mr. Singh, uh, good time to take the profits on GM. Absolutely. I think I think you should buy I think you should take profits. I definitely did. I got pulled back. Uh, you know, I I I I I mine pulled back. I took the profits and you know, I wish it had gone further, but, uh, you know, I think there'll be another opportunity for, um, for, uh, GM. I really believe it. Uh, and if you got good profits in it, you know, that's the way to go. So let's take a look at GM really quickly. And it did pull back a little bit today, along with Neo in that very, very exciting, uh, automobile manufacturers group. Okay. So here's the weekly. And as you can see, you know, we were, we went above that and then we pulled right back down this may be a reversal, but it might not be a bad time to sell. Yeah, okay. As you can see, it's pulled right to the 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 10-day line, and it may pull back as far as the as the 50-day line. If you've got profits here, probably a good idea to take them. And then see what happens. Let's see if it continues to on down and then bounces. It probably will bounce, uh, I believe, because I do think it's going higher, but I think it's going to bounce at this 21-day line. So not a, bad, not a bad place to take profits. Absolutely good idea. Possibly take profits now. See if it bounces at that 21-day line. And if it does, hey, uh, buy it again. <laughs> and, and just rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, <laughs> rinse and repeat. I have a question from um, 
Shaha Budding, 47, 047, that's the handle. Uh, what do you think about OEG? Let's look at OEG. Okay, OEG. And that's uh, Orbital Energy Group acquires and develops companies that create a diversified energy infrastructure services platform. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> I have no idea what that means. It's not a SPAC, though. It looks like they really have earnings. So that's interesting. Let's look at the weekly chart first to see if there's anything. Yeah, okay. So we, we have all of a sudden something happened in basically in um, September of, uh, of 2020. And then all of a sudden it just started moving. Uh, the right way you know before it was just it wasn't it wasn't doing anything right and then all of a sudden boom it just started doing great 99 relative strength look at that obviously it must have been off of earnings yeah it was okay so they've had some two really strong quarters look at that their sales are up 24 percent in the uh, june 2020 quarter and the september 2020 quarter up 124 percent so that's looking very good uh, it, it's a very, it's a relatively thin stock. There's only 15 funds that are carrying it. So only 7%. So this has a lot of retail investors in it. And this might make it, you know, it may be almost ready, but I don't know if it is. Six out of nine, that's a minimum for me. Uh, and it does have 15 funds, but it, they are dropping. Here's the, here's the thing I, I would say about this stock. At $7.95, it's, it's not bad, but you don't really, I think you want to wait on this one until after, let's look at the monthly. Yeah, okay, so where do we want to buy this? Well, we want to buy this when it hits a higher high, and that's going to be right here. So we want to, we want to wait until it's over $10 a share to possibly buy it. So let's watch list this one right now and see if we can get a price higher than $10 a share. And then once it's above $10 a share and it can hold that number, that's where we want to start possibly looking to buy it because it does it, it, it is it has some good uh, characteristics but right now it's just it doesn't have enough funds in it and it's a little bit too cheap I wouldn't buy this one uh, that's my 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 take on it thanks Matt data dog this is a favorite this is a good one um, it's had a little bit you know it, it's you know it's a little bit it, it's a little bit spiky. Um, but, uh, you know, if you're, if you're careful on this one, you can make money in IPOs like this. It's got an 84 relative strength I'm showing you the weekly chart here. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm showing you the monthly chart. So this is, it's basically been in existence about a year, a little about a, about a year and a half. And we have a relative strength of 84. Currently it's up $10. Look at that. Let's look at the weekly then. Let's like now look at the weekly to kind of see. Yeah. Okay. So we broke it out of this, you know, we do have this, um, Cup with handle base at 111.49, and we're at 108. So we're right below the, the pivot here. Okay, let's look at it. Okay, here's the thing. Can you buy it at this level? Well, you know what? This isn't a bad level to buy it at. This is a, almost a perfect cup with handle. And uh, it looks as if we're forming another handle here. It, this is the kind of odd thing about cup with handle base pattern. You have the cup, and then you have the handle. And sometimes you can have another handle before it gets ready to, to take off. Now, the thing, what causes it to move up like this? Well, typically, when the weak hands are done selling, then it will move up. So I still think that we we, we have some strength in the hands here. Yeah, we do. We have some strength there. Um, and, but it 
we just we do have this 111.49. Here's what I would do on this one, and, and you're probably not going to like to hear me on this one. I would set a buy stop limit order for about right here, about 118.13. So what I would do on, on, on this one, I don't think it's time is ready yet to to um, to 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 buy it, but I do think if you had a um, you know if you if you had a buy stop limit order, and I'm going to just put this in here. This is going to be for um, Datadog. D-D-O-G is the symbol. Uh, I'm going to say, basically, it's going to be the buy stop limit order. And I'm going to, I'm going to look at that possibly at one, 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 49 plus 10 cents, giving us basically one, 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 59. So that's kind of where I'm looking Possibly, if I was if I was looking to put in a stop loss on this one, I would be looking to do it right about this level here, this this line I've drawn up, because I do think that is going to make a new high. So, um, what do I think right now? I think it I think it's unfortunate, but you got to wait on this one. It's got a relative strength here of of eighty four, which is excellent. Uh, very nice trend line on this on the two hundred day. If you look at that, so that's very good. Uh, it's also trading above the forty day. Loving that. Uh, there is a little bit of an issue here, though. The 10-day currently is below the 21-day. I don't know if you can see this. So we still need a little bit more strength on this. If this thing moves beyond 111.49, that's the uh, cup with handle um, buy point. If it moves beyond that, plus 10 cents, I think it might be a good potential buy for you. Uh, but I would wait on this one, uh, you know, wait a little bit. And, uh, you know, um, you know, just, just, uh, you know, you know, watch list. So I'm going to put, um, yeah. So basically this is a watch list here stock, but again, we want to wait until it moves above that, um, that buy point at one, one, eight, one, three. That's where we, uh, I'm sorry. One, 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 five, nine. So that's really where we want to be at. 11159. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to set a little I'm going to what I'm going to do is I'm going to draw a line here right at the right there and then I'm going to set a oops, let's see if I can let's see if I can do it. <laughs> I want to know exactly when it when it's crossed that line. So I'm going to set an alarm there uh, on that. And I'm going to set it at 11149 and that's the buy point. So that's what I'm going to do there. On that, so that's a watch list, and uh, yeah, thanks for the question. It's a great, it's a great stock. It's got very nice support, and uh, but I think you want to wait for it to go a little bit higher before yeah, you, you you do that. So let's go here, see if there's from TikTok. Oops, wait a minute, we have a question here. Good question. A lot of people are saying CCIV is gold. <laughs> What's your opinion? Well, I don't know if it's gold. Remember, all that glitters is not gold. Is that? I think that's a famous saying. I don't know. Um, let's look at CCIV. That's a okay. So this is so this is a spec. You know, another spec. You know, here's the thing. You know, and I and I sound like a broken record, boy. I sound I sound really negative. I'm not negative on specs. I just in you know unless I know a lot more about them, I don't like to to get into them. And the reason I was like, I want to see kind of what they're going to be investing in. That's very important to me because, you know, a SPAC is just basically a blank check. And then they, they find a company that they want to take public very quickly. And that's a great thing. 
but I just want to know what that company is. I want to know what the management is. There's a lot of things I want to know. I want to know the technicals, but I also want to kind of know, you know, what they're, what they're selling. You know, I, don't, I, I want to know what they're selling. So here's the thing I, here's the thing I would say on that. And uh, I know that, you know, I know that a lot of people have done well in SPACs, but uh, I think it's time possibly to maybe, maybe wait there for this thing. Lay a little bit on this one. Don't, uh, don't, don't get, don't get your, um, don't get out. Don't get out in front of your skis, as they always say. So don't get out in front of your skis on this one. Uh, you know, I some. You know, here's the thing. There's always opportunities in the market. Always remember that. There's always opportunities in the market. If the market's going up or the market's going down, it doesn't matter. There's opportunities. So the most important thing is don't chase deals. Don't chase deals because, you know, there's it's like a streetcar. There's going to be another one right along. So the most important thing is to is to develop watch lists, watch lists of, of things that are, they're possibly going to make moves that are potentially good and then do it that way. So that's my, that's kind of my little, my little soapbox there for CCIV. It, you know, it might be very good, but you know, who knows? Um, okay. So, uh, <laughs> this is a great question. Zihan. Very, very good. Why GME is raised so much and then returned back. This is a great question. What you are seeing with GameStop, by the way, they're in Grapevine, Texas, which is in the Dallas area, GME. It isn't that the company is just doing so great and you know everybody is going to GameStop and getting those new things. That has nothing to do with it. This has to do with what they call a short squeeze. And this is a classic short squeeze. I'm looking at the weekly here. What's happening here is that many, many people decided that this stock probably was going to go down. So what they did was they borrowed shares and then they sold them. This is called shorting. And what happened was is that people will do this until they get a margin call. The margin call is that you don't have enough security. The value of the stock is such it's gone up to the point where you have to cover your shorts. And that's exactly what's happening here. This is a classic short squeeze. As you can see, the current uh, at, at at the current short interest, thirty five percent of the stock from GameStop is is held short, meaning that people have borrowed it and sold it. So that's why it's moving up so quickly. Now, what happens when you get a short squeeze is that people have to buy it, and that's what causes the spike. But you know, but as soon as they've bought it, it then starts falling. Ouch! Look at that. Terrible. So my guess is it's going to be right back down here to right about 48. And I suspect that's going to happen within a few days. That would be my guess. And that is a classic short squeeze. So thank you for that question. That's a great, great question. It's always something you want to look at when you're, when you're buying a, a speculative stock because highly speculative stocks tend to have high levels of short interest. <laughs> and this short interest is quoted either in days, in days and in percent. The more, if, 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 if a stock has more than about a 20% short interest, then it has the, it has the potential of zooming up like that and then pulling way, way back in a short squeeze. That's like sort of an unwind of those positions. So that's kind of the deal. All right. So let's look at, uh, Kian, thank you so much for that. Thank you for the, the if, let's see if Fastly has a cup with handle. And Fastly has been, you know, Fastly had a situation uh, this summer where 
uh, it it did incredibly well. And then before earnings, they lost TikTok. That's you know big account. And when they lost them, it was in after hours, they made the announcement and the thing fell out of the sky. So that's all. There's another one you always want to have your stop losses in there. So let's look at the weekly. Typically, you want to look for the patterns, not on the daily charts, but on the weekly charts. There is a pattern on it, but it's a consolidation pattern, not a cup with handle. The reason it isn't a cup with handle is it's just not wide enough. That's the main issue here. This needs to be you know, about at least nine weeks wide. And I don't think it's quite that. I don't think it's quite that. I don't think it's quite wide enough. So this isn't really a cup with handle. It's it 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 pulls back a little bit too deep, and it's it's too it, it's too wide. So it kind of it, it looks like a cup with handle. It definitely does, but unfortunately, this is not. No, this is a consol. This is this is based on a consolidation. The call, the last actual format, the actual uh, base on this one was way back in um, in in the July time frame and uh, the top of the neckline is at 11779 this is the actual last uh, buy point on it so it is not a cup with handle it kind of looks like one but it's not one yet now can you buy it at this level well actually that's probably not a bad place and the reason it isn't is because it's made a it's moved beyond this key level here this 107.93 now why is it important that it does that well typically you want to buy a stock as it's moving higher that's why i always like to to use the buy stop limit order because as it moves higher that's when it's bought not before so it's definitely moved and it has very good volume if you'll notice on this chart there's this red line and that on the daily chart is a 40-day line. That means this is the 40-day average of essential volume. So anytime, and this is an exponential scale. So if it moves beyond that very convincingly like it did here, uh, like, like, like it just did at that level, then you know that is potentially a place that you could you could buy it if it's moving at, to a new higher high. And it just and interestingly enough, if you look at this chart, it's very interesting. It moved right up to it and then it stopped. So there's still were weak hands that hadn't finished selling out. So the question is, can it hold above? If it can hold above this 107.93, you might want to be able, you might buy it there. Um, you, you, you might you might buy it at that level. So that is Fastly, but no, unfortunately, I don't think it is a, I don't think it is a cup with handle. I think it's a consolidation. So it's kind of, it kind of fakes you out sometimes. It's just sort of, sort of hard to, to tell. And, and believe me, it's a little bit su subjective on this. It's a little bit subjective. Sometimes it's not quite, uh, it's, it's not quite easy to figure out what it is. But the last formation on Fastly uh, was about in, in the uh, June timeframe, and it was a uh, consolidation base. All right. So, hey, Jim, what is your thought on home? And you're in beautiful Orlando which is a very nice place. Uh, let's look at at-home group, and uh, let's take a look to see kind of what we got here. First, I'm going to flip over to the weekly chart. And, oh, this is very, very nice. We just have pulled above a interesting consolidation base. Not the greatest base in the world, but 23.92 was the buy point. We're at 2507. Shoo, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. Sorry about that. I probably should have muted myself. Um, so we're we've pulled up and then we've pulled back. Let's look at let's look at the daily. It looks as if, yeah, okay. So we have some resistance. Uh 
right here, basically, I you know, even though it says that this is the buy point, 2293, 2392, I believe really is because that's kind of that's kind of where it's gone. So yeah, and and of course it's pulled right above that pivot. So could you buy it at this point? You know what? I, I think that it's pulled back. If it moves above, above um, if it moves above about 25, 25, then I think you could possibly buy this one. There was a lot of action here. There's a little Easter egg, which means that it was the highest volume since this base pattern. So that's, so that's significant. So that's picking up in terms of the base pattern. Let's look at the checklist. Eight out of nine, that's pretty excellent. The fund ownership is good too, 293, and it's increasing. So that's very strong. Let's look at the at the industry uh, industry rank. It's 19 out of 197. Definitely should be on your list. Why? Because is it, it, the better the the better the sector, the more you're going to see investment into it. So I really like this at all. Uh, everything I like about it, and basically it's a it's a home and decor shop. Uh, and I guess yeah, this I think this is uh, I don't know if this is a Dallas company. Yeah, it is Plano, <laughs> right up the road. Okay, I thought I thought it sounded familiar. Um, you know, I'm not a huge fan of retail only because I tend to move more towards industrials and that kind of thing. But you know, I definitely think this is a good one. I mean, I I I think I think this is a good one. Here's the thing: it has a 99 relative strength. I think you could buy it at this level. I would prefer, though, of course, that you bought it at at this level. Uh, you know, which is about. Uh, 34, but you know, the thing is, we're within 15% of its all time high. So I'm liking that. So could you buy this one? Well, let's take a look at the smell test. Okay, it's up on sales. That's very good. Increasing fund ownership, and it's 94% fund owned. It has positive cash flow. Wow. And it has, look at that return on equity. That is stellar. 6%. That is very, very good. And it's in one of some of the best markets because I know that the, the Dallas market um, for, for furniture actually is, believe it or not, probably one of the best in the country. That's uh, a Nebraska furniture market, the biggest furniture store in the world, has moved, um, you know, has moved in. Oh, I have a question here from, from, uh, from Mervyn. Let's take the call. Hey, Mervyn, you're on the air. Can I, um, can I answer a stock question for you? Oops. Well, I guess Mervin, I guess we have lost we have lost the connection for for Mervin. So I'm sorry about that. See if I can Yep, there we go. Oh, I think we're still trying to inf Yeah, let me see if I can let me see if I can make that go away. Yeah, there we go. There it's going away now. I had the uh, volume up on my phone and I didn't I hadn't uh, canceled out the phone. So that's kind of what happened there for the um for the for the thing okay um let's see have you heard of StoreDot, a fast battery charge company what's your opinion well you know what i i, I haven't heard of them but i have heard of blink charging and i do have some shares in blink so let's look at blank let's kind of look at blank in that kind of area uh, i do think this is going to be a good area because i do think that you know more and more people are going to be having cars and they're going to need to charge them and not everyone is going to have a, a big spot at home to do it. So uh, this might be a good place. Uh, let's look at Blink. Uh, I do like Blink because they have 27,000 locations. I think it's 27,000. They're one of the leaders. Uh, 
And uh, I've been in I've been in blank essentially since the summer, and it's done fairly well. It's up today, fifty four uh, forty five eighty eighty four. Now it pulled up, and then it kind of it met some resistance right here at about sixty, and then it kind of pulled back. But it's still in the twenty one day exponential, and it's up three point three four percent today. So pretty good. We have nice sales increasing. Uh, it's a small stock. I mean, there's only thirty four funds that are currently in blink charging. So um, where, you know, can you get into this thing? Well, let's look. You know, this is not necessarily really good. The, you know, it does seem like if you wanted to buy it, I would buy it if it pulled below this level here, 43.85, and then it reversed. And that's exactly what it did today. So um, can you really buy at this level? Well, you know, you might be able to. I, I kind of, let's see if it, put this on the watch list, see how it does. If it pulls back to that 21-day line, and that 21-day line is right here. So I'm going to set an alert on that. I'm going to set an alert on that 21-day line at uh, 43. And the reason, oh, yeah, $43. There we go. And I'm going to turn that alert on. And the why I'm going to do that is because if it pulls back to that line and reverses, then I might be able to buy some more blank charging. But uh, for for uh, store dot, I think that you might want to consider blank BLNK instead Uh just because I, I know this company better, and I think it has, yeah, I don't know necessarily better prospects, but it has more locations, and that's an important thing. All right, so let's look uh, from Alex. Uh, Alex says, uh, thoughts on SWBI? And uh, let's look at SWBI. See what we got there. Smith & Wesson. And, uh, you know, with the more, you know, with the, you know, with all the things going on out there, you know, people really do like Smith & Wesson. I'd be cautioned there, though, because, you know, typically when there's a change in administration, you know, and, it, and it's not to the liking, you know, the, the NRA is basically going to be moving out of, interestingly enough, uh, the, the uh, NRA is moving out of New York. It had been originally, can you believe it, it was originally um, chartered in New York, and now it's going to move to Texas. A lot of things are moving to Texas, actually. Um, but, um, you know, but in terms of Smith & Wesson, I don't know. It's it looks like it's pulling back to the um, the forty day line. It look it looks like it's pulling back there. Let's look at the weekly to see. Um, you know, the there's a buy point on a cup uh, stage two cup at twenty two forty. I think that uh, I think with Smith and Wesson, uh, you probably want to wait. Uh, you know, you 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 probably you probably want to wait on that one. Um, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna say, you know, basically, you know, for the the SWBI, the buy point is basically this amount here. Let me get the exact number, and that's twenty two forty. It is twenty two forty. So let's put that up. Yeah, the Smith and Wesson buy point is twenty two forty. So we're currently not there. We're we're currently we're currently below that. We're currently right at this level, at this level here. So we're 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 well below the buy point on this one. I think you really have to wait on this one until it moves above this point here, this buy point at um, at twenty two forty. So I think that's really where you want to where you want to look at. Let's look at the checklist. Six out of nine. That's acceptable. 
And the ownership on funds is good. 316, that's increasing. That's very good. 48 out of one uh, of 197. So the industry rank is very good. And uh, so it looks good. And, and it also has a, a very strong relative strength at 83. Also, the last two quarters have been very good. Look at that. The, the uh, sales have been up almost 120% in the, sep- in the Oct- uh, October uh, timeframe. And in the July, these are the last two quarters, the quarter ending July is up 141. So they're definitely selling a lot, uh, but I think you want to wait until it moves above the, the buy point there. And the buy point is 2240. So that's my take on Smith & Wesson. Wait for it to move a little bit higher before you buy it. And then, uh, you know, if it moves above that 2240 on strong volume, I think you might have a winner there. So... That's kind of my choice on my my rant on that. <laughs> let's look at SDC. Well, let's look at Rocket Mortgage first. That's RKT. Um, you know, I think that Rocket might be uh, benefiting from you know some some basically some you know some higher interest rates. And I say, well, that's that's weird. Why would you say that, Jim? You know, well. The problem with the rates is that they've been so low that banks are afraid to lend. Why? Because, you know, there's not a lot of margin if there's a mistake. So I think with the rates going up, I think you're going to see possibly more business, actually, because a lot of people are going to, you know, they're going to hurry up and refinance or if they haven't already. Um, now, but that said, I don't like the chart. Unfortunately, the chart for Rocket Mortgage is just going down. Ouch. And the... Um, you know, the the relative strength rating, not so hot. It does have increasing fund ownership, though. That That is a good sign. You know, increasing fund ownership, but terrible relative strength. Oh, I hate to say that. Um, we have a, a decent checklist, seven out of nine, so that's good. Uh, but we just have, uh, you know, it's just not looking good. The, the, the sector is 154 rank out of 197. So I don't really think we want to be in Rocket. I don't even think we want to watch this. I'm sorry about that. Uh, but I don't think we want to be in Rocket. Let's see if we get better love from SDC. Uh, SDC. Let's look at that one. And that's Smile Direct. And of course, they do a lot of direct advertising on television. At least I see them because I'm up kind of sometimes late. I can't go to sleep and I'm seeing that Smile Direct stuff. But I am not really that psyched on it. They've had lower sales. Uh, you know, their sales are not going up. And, and this is everything in a growth stock. You got to have that. You know, I tell you, it's funny because, you know, they don't give a whole lot of love if, 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 you're, if your sales are moving down. Unfortunately, they have been. The relative strength is not that good either. It's only a 55. I want to see at least an 80. Let's look at the checklist. Okay. It is six out of nine, so that's passable. But the, the I don't like that relative strength. And I, and, out of the checklist items, I really am a very big believer in that relative strength. I like to see stocks. I like to invest in stocks that are outperforming the whole market. And that's, you know, and for a long time. And that's one of the reasons why, you know, I'm such a Tesla bull because it has been for so long. Um, the question is, um, oh, hey, wait a minute. We've got a call uh, from Mervyn Price. Hold on a second. Hi, Mervyn. We are on the air. Am I really? I didn't realize I was on the air. You are. Um, uh, you, you're, you're on there. Do you have any any stock questions that you'd like to ask? No, I have no stock questions at, at the moment. Um, how's Tesla doing? 
Uh, very, very good. I'll tell you what. Let me give you a call back in about 25 minutes. That'll be wonderful. Thank you very much. Great show, Jim, by the way. Thanks. Yeah, there's one of our uh, people that's calling in. Uh, and uh, glad to hear from them, actually. So, by the way, if you ever need to ask uh, a, a question that you want to, you know, leave a message for me, super easy to do. Just uh, uh, area code 214-233-5087. So, Smile Direct, uh, I think that's another one that you probably want to avoid uh, as well. So, I'm sorry. We're in zero for two on that. I'm sorry for two on that. Let's look at Twitter. Thanks, Said. Uh, Twitter and Square. Let's look at Twitter. You know, uh, with this political, you know, stuff, Twitter has been, eh, there's been a little bit of issues. Um, TWTR. I haven't owned this in a while. Uh, it's been a been a few months since I've owned this. It's pulled, unfortunately, below that 40 day line. I don't really like to see that. As you can see, we, we, it, it tried to make a, uh, it tried to make a breakout here. I mean, on a cup, uh, handle, a cup without handle. At a 5253, um, you know, 5253 level, but it uh, it unfortunately did not make it, and it's pulled back, and it's below the 40 day line. So, let's look at the at the uh, at the at the. It looks like it's come, it may have bounced. Uh, it still has a relatively weak relative strength at 57. And uh, it does have the 21-day line. Looks like it's about ready to blow, drop below the 40-day. This is, it looks like the it looks like you know who knows who knows, but it does look like Twitter is starting to break down. It does look like it's starting to break down. It does not have a good checklist. 44 percent. That's not really a great checklist, unfortunately. Um, the ownership uh, it is it is still really good. 1526 funds in it. 1526 funds in it. Very good. Uh, industry, well, it's 47 out of 197, so that's looking pretty good. Here's the thing I think about Twitter. I think you got to take a wait, see attitude on this one. Um, this might recover very well. It's, you know, it, it's overall, uh, you know, overall, if you look at the weekly chart, you know, it still is on this very nice run here. So definitely not, not ready to count it out, but it looks as if. It looks as if it's starting to see some 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 pressure. We definitely have a lot of selling going on here. Uh, we have earnings in 15 days. There has been some recovery when it bounced below the 40-day line, so it might be reversing. But you know, here's the thing with Twitter: I just I just don't think you want to be in it. I think um, you know they may be in a situation where a lot of people abandon the platform. And that seems to be happening. That's one thing about the internet is that, you know, when there's an alternative, people leave and it's, they leave fast. So I think you might want to be super careful when it comes to, um, to Twitter because, you know, the, the, but now square is a different story. Square is a different story. These are the two Dorsey companies. I do think that square has better legs because it's much more sticky uh, with the individual merchants, so uh, there's been there's been a you know uh, there's been some pressure on on Twitter, the fact that you know they're you know but I think the Square I think they're going to avoid a lot of that. The thing about Square I really like is that it has increasing it has those increasing sales numbers which are so good. It also has a relative strength of 93, which is much better than Twitter by the way. It also has a hundred percent checklist. <laughs> Can't beat that. Um, so can you buy this one? Well, I think that if you're looking at between Twitter 
and square, you want to look his square because square is just better. 93 relative strength, very, very good. It looks as if even though it's pulled back $6.26 today, uh, let's see if it reverses off of this um, this 40-day line. If it does, you might have a buy there. And, of course, that level is 216.44. So we're just really right at the bounce. So if if this thing holds up tomorrow, you might want to consider this one because this has got a stellar checklist. And I just think it's out of the two, it's better. So is there really a buy point? Well, not really. The last real true buy point was was way, way back here on a cup, a first stage cup at 83.20. It's currently at 216.64. So it's really, really extended above that. Uh, so, you know, I would recommend on this one probably not to buy it right now. Let's see if it, let's see if it, uh, moves higher above the 40-day line, then you could possibly buy it at that level. But it's very extended. So you might want to look to see if you could find something that was just breaking out and uh in and not uh you know not not at that level. That's that's what that's what I would say for for Twitter. I think you definitely with Twitter you you've got it you 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 know you got to put it on the back burner with Square I think you could buy it but you you, you definitely want to wait to see if it reverses and reverses higher from this uh, uh, 216 level. The question is, can it hold the 40-day line? It's below the 40-day line right now, so I think you want to wait and see on this one. So it's kind of a wait and see for both, fortunately. Hey, Harris, thank you for the uh, the uh, the email. Uh, I mean, the, the, the comment, sold Palantir for a solid profit. <laughs> Would be a good time to buy back it. Uh, fantastic. Well, great. I'm glad you, I'm glad you made a profit on this. I definitely think, that you know you might be able to buy it back again because Palantir, I do think, and from all that I can see on the charts, it appeals. It, it appears. It also appeals to me, but uh, it appears that it is being, it is being um, accumulated by funds. So let's see if let's see if I'm right or, or not. There's a little blue dot here, which I always like to see. That's a very that that means it's a breaking out today kind of thing. It broke out and then it it, it pulled back and then but now it's starting to pull back up again. Oh, that's that's fantastic. So where could you buy this? Well, you know, ultimately, the ultimate place to have bought it would have been 35. Okay, right here, right here, right here at this level at 35. But it's now above that. Could you buy it at this level? You know what? You you could buy it at this level, but let's see if it pulls back. It, it's probably going to consolidate a little bit and pull back, but let's look at the checklist. Seven out of nine. Wow, that's really good. And the ownership. Look at that. 106 funds, and it's just it's just increasing. The only thing, there is some issues here. The, the Computer Enterprise Software Group is 115 out of 197. So that is a little bit low. We don't like seeing that. Um, but all in all, I think this is a, a quality stock. Where can you buy this? Well, I think you're probably going to have to wait to see if there's a consolidation above this 33.50 buy point. You might have to wait. You might have to wait. It may. Uh, let's see where it's going to consolidate. Here's the thing. I think it's probably going to go higher based on the fact that we have these two very strong volume days. So, here in and 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 we're above the you know and we're definitely above the neckline at thirty three fifty. So is there really a place to buy this? Unfortunately, you're going to have to wait. And I it's terrible to say that you're going to probably have to wait wait for a consolidation. I think there will be. The question is where is it going to be? I don't know. But uh, right now the weekends have been 
sort of um you know they they've they've been um they've been taken out uh i i'll be i'll be i'll be honest with you on this they've definitely been taken out and so you know um i don't i don't know if you can you know you can you can get back in it at 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 this level so um yeah that's sort of the <laughs> that's sort of the thing that i you know you know i have to say on on this on this particular on this particular one so let's see if i can um you know, my you know i'm actually what i'm trying to do is i'm trying to show you a little uh no it didn't okay all right well i guess i huh okay oh no no that's the intro okay huh okay well i guess i guess it didn't uh i it didn't uh huh okay well hmm okay well let's see where that one is i'm trying i'm looking for a, a short video that i that i made uh here and I don't know if I have it. Oh, well, I'm looking on the desktop. I hope I save that. <laughs> I spent all this time making it, and then I it probably didn't save it right. Wowie, I, I think that uh, it might be the case. Oh, well. Okay. Say la vie. Say la vie. Uh, hopefully, I'll, hopefully I have it. Because it's, it's a nice little play on Palantir. I did a, a covered call play on Palantir uh, that, uh, you know, that I would like to show you because I think it's good. I did that this morning, uh, and hopefully I'll have it out uh, by, um, you know, by, 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 uh, by, you know, by the tonight. If you want to see that, I definitely, uh, you know, I, I definitely put it on YouTube and the YouTube. And, and, I, and I, of course, I'd appreciate it if you subscribe to the YouTube channel at YouTube.com/slash Dallas Trading Floor. Really appreciate it on that. Um, uh, and and then I should have it on there. It's it's a covered call play on Palantir, and that is I don't think the, I don't know if that's the exact title or not, but that is the uh, the, the title. All right, uh, Ramonder full one hundred. I guess this don't get it. BTC is up five percent, but right is down seven uh, percent. Well, they don't. You know, there's not a uh, with block with 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 with. Um, with Bitcoin, it, it it there's no there's no central Bitcoin authority really. There's another there's a number of different ways to play it. Right blockchain doesn't isn't really Bitcoin. It's really what it is is you know it's it's the blockchain technology. Now there there was with the Biden administration coming in, there were some sellers in Asia that sold a lot of their Bitcoin, and that caused the GBTC of course to, to drop significantly. And I got I actually got. Um, I actually got stopped out. I made profit, but I, I got stopped out of it. Um, but uh, there is some, there are some issues going on in the world. I don't know if you saw this in the news, but apparently in Iran, apparently in, uh, everybody and their brother is trying to mine Bitcoin, and so it's causing the electrical grid in Tehran to go down. Uh, that's not funny, but it, it is kind of funny because uh, I don't know. It's just uh, I don't know. But let's take a look at the GBTC. This is sort of the proxy that I use for um you know for bitcoin and as you can see it it it, it did a this is a classic blow off top this is why you want to use this is why everybody you really want to to use those stop losses because it went up and you know had you been pushing your stop loss up like i do and then you and it pulled back of course it would have sold you out and you would have been disappointed but then if it went like this then you would have been less disappointed <laughs> there is a, a little bit of selling going on right now uh here's the thing 
um, if if the GBCC bounces off of this level here, which I believe, let's come and see if I can. Yeah, there we go. Which is which is right there, then and bounces off there. I think that you can buy it again at that level. What I'm going to do is I'm going to set an alert for for that for that level because I do think that that is a good area. See, it, it's it, it's currently pulling back. It, it pulled up. It it tried to get support here at the 21-day exponential. This is the green line here, but it looks like it may fall below that. And and with this relative strength line, this is that blue line. It, it 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 pulled out and then and then it did it did sort of pull up there as you can see but then it didn't quite have enough juice and it didn't quite make it back up to the 21 day line it went up above it and it fell so we don't have support anymore at the 21 day so the question is the next stop on the elevator is probably the 40 day line and that's why I'm putting an alert there it's still got extremely strong relative strength at 97 so here's the thing on uh, Bitcoin Wait for it to drop a little bit. Uh, here's why this is one of the reasons why I like to play the GBTC because I think it's a little bit easier and it's an exchange traded fund. So uh, that's kind of my my thoughts on that. Right now, uh, Bitcoin got a little bit ahead of itself, and I don't I don't think you know it's the end of Bitcoin, but things don't go up in a straight line. They go up and then they pull back and so forth. So uh, that may be an issue with them. So, okay, so let's see. We, this is the, probably the last question for, um, let me see. This is probably the last question for TikTok. So let's uh, let's see if I can get that. Uh, there was a question on TikTok. And, oh, uh, thoughts on G-I-L-T. I'm not familiar with G-I-L-T, but let's look at it. G-I-L-T. And that is oh satellite network interesting twelve dollars okay well again we might have a situation where we have a short squeeze let's take a look first no oh yeah yeah okay okay yeah we have a short squeeze situation here this is the short interest here that I'm showing you there's thirty five percent you see that okay that means thirty five percent of the stock is being shorted all right so here's the problem uh. People were shorting this thing and shorting it and shorting it and shorting it, and there was no love. And then all of a sudden, there was a short squeeze, and it happened. And then, so what do I expect for this stock? Well, here's the thing. I expect it to go down. I expect it to go down because I think that what's happened is it went up. Their short squeeze was covered. Boom, it's probably moving down. So would I buy this thing? Not in your, not in your life. Uh, yeah, 66%. Okay, it's not bad. But uh, this is a this is a relatively thin stock at at ten dollars and twelve cents. It it really doesn't. It's really this is the first time it's traded above ten. Okay, it's only really traded above ten for a week. So I think you got to be careful with this one. I do think this may adjust, but you never know. But it looks as if that there is a short squeeze on this one. So would I buy this one? No, but I would watch list it because if it shows some more strength and it has a base pattern, then maybe. Uh, you could do that, but it's, uh, that's uh, that's an interesting, interesting stock. All right, so let's look at AMD. This is probably be the last one for today, unfortunately. I'd love to go on for hours and hours, um, and I definitely have the questions for it. Uh, let's look at AMD uh, on the daily. Uh, pull that up here for AMD. Yeah, and look at look at this. Yeah, yeah it's sort of it's sort of kind of in a funk. 
Uh, on the daily chart, it's up $1.34. You know, earnings are in one day. You know what? I would be very careful with this one. Let's wait until it goes through earnings. Uh, this is definitely a watch list stock. This is a good stock, but there's several there's several things here that I don't like, so I wouldn't be a buyer at this point. One of the things is this relative strength is not very good. So, well, it's it's not great. It's 75 is, you know, I want to see 80 or better on that. The checklist, 8 out of 9, so that's very good. The ownership is increasing, and that's very good. And it does have, you know, it's 79 out of 197 in terms of the rank, in terms of the sector rank. So that's pretty good. Here's the thing. Uh, it's not time to buy it. it. Wait for earnings. See what happens. Uh, I do think that it probably will pull back. Uh, but if but if it pulls back and then it, then it starts moving above, if it, it pulls back and it moves above about 99.23, you know, that's where you could definitely possibly start accumulating a position because uh, this is a quality stock, but I want to see it go through earnings before anything goes on there. So that's my take on it. Well, thank you, everybody, for, you know, taking time out of your schedule to take a look. I'm on every day at uh, at 2.30 from 2.33. Every market day I'm on. And um, so if you um, – I would very much appreciate it if you could possibly subscribe to me on YouTube. It helps me defer some of the costs. Um, it's totally free. And also, I have the Action Trade Alerts, and uh, we're going to be sending that out uh, probably tonight with the, the play on Palantir, which I still, still believe is possible. I still think it's possible. Um, the Action Trade Alerts are uh, super easy. To get them, just go to floor. And then uh, sign up is free and all that it's good stuff. So uh, I hope to see you tomorrow back at the same time on Dallas Trade.